I was the one that sat in that room and was told three words, change or die. I was the one. And you're sitting in front of you and realize this. Realize this. I had two, two, two shots at life. And I almost lost the one. This one I have now in front of you, all of you, I am hanging on for dear life and everybody in this audience would have to rip it from me. That's how much passion I have about living because I know it's important. So do you. So do you. And good afternoon. I'm Michael Knight. Welcome to Change or Die. We're going to have some fun today because we're going to get into an area that I've been blessed to have in my life for about 20 years as a strength and conditioning coach, the kettlebell. Oh, God, here we go. We're going to talk about the kettlebell. Stay with me because I'm about to wake up a lot of fucking people. I want you to really, really pay attention to what you're going to see because you will not see it anywhere else. Trust me on this one. Maybe somewhere, but very rarely will you. So before we get started, I want to go to a little video of a very big hero of mine, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Since I started lifting and I was a little kid from his movies to the gym, I have read every book, I read every magazine, I hung on to everything. And then I'm putting the show together and I hear this from Arnold. Dumbbells or kettlebells? It makes no difference because the muscle doesn't see what you're holding in your hands. Okay. The muscle doesn't see what you're holding in your hands. I heard a quote one time. It says, if you wait for science to prove things out, you will be 10 years behind. I'm 10 years ahead. Yes, I'm saying that with confidence because of the things I've accomplished, the shape I'm in, and the shape I put my clients and my athletes in because of a tool that we've integrated into our training program. So let's make sure I heard this straight. Dumbbells or kettlebells? It makes no difference because the muscle doesn't see what you're holding in your hands. Yeah, it's what he said. So it doesn't matter if this is a kettlebell or a dumbbell, it doesn't matter. Okay, let me show you a photo. Let me see if this doesn't matter. Okay, I want you to see a 26-pound bell, a 62, 106, and yes, a 220-pound kettlebell. Stay with me for a second. Don't go away because that pitcher in June will have a 256, and the bells will go to over 300. Why in the fuck would they go to over 300? Glad you asked. Stay with me. Now, this is a 26-pound bell. Most of you and your trainers, this is what you use when you go to class. So if you've ever been into a kettlebell class, into a health club, this is probably what you've seen. Okay. 
so, there's a 26. Stay with me. Because now I brought a 62, and there's a reason. Three weeks ago, I spoke at the NFL Combine. High school, college, and pro. I asked him what was his largest bell they had ever used in training. They said a 71. I know, I've got a 62, but stay with me. Stay with me. So then I was invited to a combine where they train professional athletes to do a workshop. And before I start, I always go, show me what you know. Here we are. I'm going to show you about 60 seconds of video. And during this, I watched what they did, how they were brought up, how they were taught at the professional level in the NFL. This is what I saw. That's how they picked it up. That's how they swung it. And again, this is the largest bell they ever used. Good. Now this next gentleman, this next athlete, still playing in the NFL, is probably about 6'7", probably goes about mm, 270. Again, watch how they pick it up, watch how they set, because this is what they've been taught in a strength and conditioning program, whether high school, college, or pros. And when they put it down, they had to say, just put it down, don't anybody hurt. And then we have the last one. He came close, but again, watch, because it's very important. Good. Now, let's come back to the 62-pound bell. Mind you, those guys are monsters, phenomenal athletes. Did you see what they had in their hand? Now, grasp this. Please watch. As a 10-year-old girl uses the same bell as all athletes do. Remember, if we get caught, we're just going to let go of it and let it go. Okay? So give me all your effort. Okay, take a deep breath. Look in the mirror. Okay, so the bell's not going to come as high as it usually does. It's going to come about waist high. You just need to do what you do best. Get through the bell. Okay? All I want is five whenever you're ready, young lady. Okay, big breath. Hinge. Open the knees up. Okay. Pull the bell a little closer to you. And bring your feet in a little closer. That's it. Knees open. Okay, handle down. Okay, butt up a little higher. And just give me five. Ready? Go. One. Two. Three, four, five, keep going. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Set it down softly. Good. Interesting. Wake the fuck up. She's ten. She's got a 62 palm bell, the same bell, one bigger, and they're monsters. Why? Why? Why is this tool not being used? It is a tool that simply saved my life. It has given kids and athletes an edge. Why won't we use it, strength and conditioning coaches? Number one, you're fucking lazy. Number two, you don't want to invest in it. Number three, you don't want to go through the grueling training. Number four, you don't know how to implement. And number four, we're going to stay doing the same shit we have year after year. What if, by chance, this tool changed a student or an athlete's life?
Remember, it is not about you. It is not about me. It is you are supposed to give the best opportunity for your athletes in your facility a chance to get better. Why aren't you using it? Oh, that's right, because now the bell went to 106. Hmm, let's see what a 17-year-old girl can do with it. All right, lean back. Your butt was a little bit lower. I got you. Good. All right, lean back. Pull your butt up a little bit more. Good. Whenever you're ready. Drive your feet. One. Feet. Two. Three. Get your ass through it. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Set down softly. 17-year-old, she has not signed her volleyball commitment papers. Volleyball coaches, you have a gem in the fucking diamond in the rough here. Sign her and make sure I get a cut of the money. <laughs> no, no money. She's 17. You don't think the self-esteem and self-confidence comes from that? So I would show you what we do with the guys, but it would just bore you, wouldn't it? So let's now go to the m women who run households, who have kids who are in their 50s. How about this one? She's 58. That's 106. How old are you, Dean? 57 years old. Outstanding young lady. 57 years old. And you're doing what with your 57-year-old's trainers? Putting what in their hand? Because I watch, and I pull those, and I show them how wonderful it is for me to have the opportunity to give them a quality of life. You know why? Because the certification is a physical certification. You actually have to pass a physical test, not a weekend course. And it takes years of experience. But more than that, it takes for someone like me to work with outstanding coaches so I can bring this because I do want the best, not only for myself, but for my clients. This saved my life and put me in the best shape of my life. One tool. I still do everything else. We still have barbells. We're deadlifting. We're squatting. We're doing everything. Implementing this. But then there's another mom. She's going to turn 50. Watch a 132-pound bell go up. One. Taller. Two. Three. Four. If you got 10, go. Five. Six. Seven. Get through it. Eight. Nine. Ten. Good. Very nice. Awesome. Nice job. Now. I want you to think for a second. Those are women. You as a high school athlete come in my door. How embarrassing would it be because of where you've been and who you trained with that women kick your ass? It's okay. You don't know any better until you get to my room. Remember, I've been under one roof for 17 years. I'm the one who does the training. My name is on the door. I train you. I don't put my name on the door and give you to other people who are less qualified. They're still learning. It took me many years to get to this level. Remember, the bells go to two. That's right. Don't do as I say. Do as I do. Because most people say, well, what the fuck you do with a 220-pound bell? You swing it.
those five, but now the bells are going to go to 250 and over 300. Why? Because most of your kettlebell instructors pay attention to what they do in their room. So let's back up the training a little bit and just talk about it. Why, why with all the gyms, all the millions of dollars worth of equipment, why are we not getting better? And I put my finger on it when I went to the NFL Combine. When I finally got there and I watched that 80% of the kids didn't know how to squat. Oh, they can move weight, but why? And I thought, how is this possible? Wait, stop. Think with me for a second. You go to high school. You're in a weight room in high school. Might go to the weight room, might not. Might get the coach, may get a strength. Oh, you have a beautiful weight room. But you have one, maybe two strength. They're not making $60,000, $100,000. So whatever you learn is basics. You're very lucky if you had the ability to learn something in those four years. Then you go to college. Same thing happens. So when you go to college, unless you're at Purdue, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, you're probably not going to get another good strength and conditioning coach. Think about it. Whatever we learned in high school, whatever we learned in college, we work through life. And now who are we paying attention to? Take your fucking clothes off, show us your fucking abs, and that's who we're going to pay attention to. See, I've worked with the best. Remember? Nutrition, chef, programming coaches, strength and conditioning coaches. So I know the difference. I know the difference. And I want to help. Stay with us. Stay on the podcast. Because why are we going to the gym and nothing's getting better? And the changes you make is because some fool puts you on some shit-ass calorie deficit diet. And you're starving yourself and all of a sudden you lose a couple pounds and a muscle pops up. Think about it. 17 years under one roof, 24. Again, this is a very powerful tool. Talk to me. Give me questions. I will demonstrate this. I'll put this in your gym. No more abs. No more cardio. It's right here. But again, they don't want to buy it. They don't want to learn it. They don't want to teach it. They don't want to implement it. Why? It's too fucking much work. And you're the one that gets robbed from it. Bullshit. Bullshit. They're lazy. They want to put the money in their fucking pocket instead of going buying a tool or find someone that can teach you to get better. Yes, I get angry. I get pissy because you are the one that's losing out, like I did, like many high school and college athletes lose out because they're not getting in front of the right strength and conditioning program. Again, reach out. I want to help. My team will help. You're going to meet more of them. I'm Michael Knight. <sighs> coffee's kicked in. Now it's time to relax. You guys have a great day. Some of you I woke up. You take a step back and go, he, he made this simple. Baby steps. Invest. Research. Get help from the best. Know who the best are. And then, then the other ones kind of thought it was a cute presentation. It was great, good information. It was fun. He was intense. You're going to jump back on your track. And that car is going to ride. And it is inevitable. I'm telling you right now, it is inevitable. That somewhere along that line, that car, that track is going to collide with a wall. And I'm praying to you right now. I'm praying to God, your families and everything, that there's not someone standing in front of you and looks at you and greets you with change or die.